I just released my first science fiction novel. I called it Time Travel Rescue. Um, writing science fiction was not as easy as I thought it would be because there has to actually be science in science fiction, uh, not surprisingly. So I found that um, just making stuff up only goes so far. It's great to have ideas about what the future may be like, but unless it's anchored in some modicum of science and a kind of a common ground of uh, truth, it's, it, it comes off as just being, you know, fantasy. And fantasy is a great genre for books, but it's not mine. Um, so I had this idea for a long time about a society where, in the future, where everything is based on high-speed transport, meaning Every time you stepped out of your house, uh, you had to be careful that you you wouldn't be killed by some high-speed transportation zooming by you. That it was all about transports that held a lot of people that traveled incredibly fast to get people from point A to point B, and that the transport devices or transport venues, whatever you want to call them, actually were the dominant force on Earth. People would kind of revolve their lives around getting from point A to point B and, and um, moving quickly from place to place where the transportation itself became the thing. <clears throat> and I thought about that and I, I came up with what I call in my current book the interconnect or the IC as I uh, abbreviated, which is essentially a worldwide transport that travels at just under the speed of sound over a kind of a, a concrete cattle chute type of uh, right of way and it levitates off the earth I call it um, negative gravity is what it is what it uh, rests on and so of course it can go fast without friction etc etc <clears throat> excuse me it, it's based on uh, a, a much more advanced version of what the maglev truck trains um, did when they were popular but I <clears throat> I really didn't feel like I could sustain an entire novel just based on that, that if this became the center of all things, I just kind of thought it limited the plot possibilities and the story possibilities. So I made, <clears throat> excuse me again, I made the IC an element of time travel rescue. I made that uh, the primary venue of transportation in the 23rd century where I, I made cars and personal transportation uh, illegal because of the pollution they caused and because of the congestion they caused. And I made it a, a component and I indeed made it the venue uh, through which my protagonist actually travels through time. Uh, so that was kind of where the, the story began um, and then it kind of grew into a bigger story about the environment and I really don't know how you can write science fiction about the future of Earth now without referencing the possibilities of the climate decline that we're now experiencing and that we're continuing to ignore on a large scale. What's it going to be like in 150 years? You know, what's going to be left? Who's going to be left? Et cetera, et cetera. So I tried to address uh, that as a, as a kind of a theme that runs through the book. And the idea that our protagonist from the future, uh, the only way they can, he can 
reverse things is to go back in time to the 21st century, uh, basically 30 years from now, the year 2055, I think, when the Earth is just starting to deal in a real way with the climate problems and kind of erase some of the obstacles to dealing with that. Um, and in doing so, I came up with things like self-driving cars, and this would be, you know, something that would we would see in our current in our current century. I figured by the year 2055, we'll have self-driving cars, where you actually can get into the car, tell the car where to go. It'll navigate. It'll be on a special roadway that allows you it to navigate, and you can actually take a nap while you're driving to your destination. That's kind of uh, the fantasy that I came up with, and that's actually not out of the question uh, self-driving cars right now in the year 2019 and 2020 are not there yet there have been some pretty bad accidents and i know tesla's tesla's kind of on the road and google's tried it as well but i'm i'm, I'm thinking in another 30 years we might actually have that for real so i thought self-driving cars would be a reality uh living homes where all you do is say out loud what you want what you need uh, that's a possibility because we already kind of have that between Google Home and Alexa. We already are able to speak uh, to artificial intelligences and have them do things like lock our homes and play music and tell us the weather uh, in the future. Um, I thought that uh, that would do much more, coupled not only with voice recognition but with uh, retina scans. So um, I think that based on what we know today, I was able to extrapolate, you know, some things to happen in the not-so-distant future uh, to prepare us for the distant future 150 years from now in the 23rd century. Um, I also found that science fiction, you know, the, the, the genre itself that I've read, the stories I've read, the books I've read, you can't lose fact, uh, lose sight of the fact that science fiction stories have to still be about people. They have to be about humans. They have to be about emotions. They have to be about um, the human experience. And uh, I have that in in this, you know, in my current story. There's a story about two lonely people who find each other. There's a story about a very dysfunctional young person. Um, and there are stories about individuals who have a lot of the characteristics that we have in the 21st century now. Uh, things like love, uh, grief, loss, ambition, all that stuff is present in, in my book. And I think that to keep people interested, uh, you have to write about people and not just about gadgets and spaceships and, and space. I think that uh, when you look back at the original Star Trek and even at the Star Trek The Next Generation, I think that Gene Roddenberry, you know, who wrote and executive produced a lot of those episodes, was very much about maintaining humanity and the frailties of people and other beings. And those are really the kind of stories that I think are universal and that people can identify with, whether it's in science fiction or a Western genre or fantasy. You have to keep it about people and kind of feelings and situations uh, and the sensibilities that we all have in common. That's what keeps people coming back and that's what keeps people reading. Uh, so 
I hope you'll give Time Travel Rescue a shot. Uh, as, I, as I've said in some of my relentlessly self-promotional materials, it's not just about uh, nerd stuff. It's not just about uh, science and gizmos. It's a story very much about people and people trying to come up with answers to their own lives and their future uh, here on Earth. Uh, so give it a shot.